Mm. See, that's just badly written. I gotta fire my writer. Oh, it's me. <laughs> Welcome to Trophy Lives, the podcast where we take you, the listener, by the hand and walk the long, grinding road to platinum. I'm your host, Marshall Dungan, joined, as always, by the Platinum Plunderer, the Sultan of the Six Axis, the DualShock Don, Brian Simler. Say hello, Brian. Hello. So, energy is a little, a little different. Feel like we've been here before. Feel like we may have done two hours of podcast just now that uh, only got half recorded. Yeah, but I've, I've got the same amount of energy, you know? I mean, this is, this is, this is a very, very fun game to talk about and a lot of things we can explore. So I think, uh, I think it'll be okay. Oh uh, yeah, so today our game is Enter the Gungeon, which was developed by uh, Dodge Roll and published by Devolver Digital. Devolver doing a lot of really good stuff. Lately. Yeah, I always hear that they always have really good presences, like E3 and whatnot. I think they, they, they are a lot of, they got a lot of good grace in them among gamers. So uh, this being one of their games doesn't surprise me. Uh, I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I really, I, I wish I had seen this like on the floor out at uh, South by Southwest Gaming when, uh, uh, if and when it was there, you know, I mean, I figure Devolver being an Austin company, they probably were. Um, but yeah, that would have been a lot of fun to see those guys. Um, so, it was released on April 5th, 2016. It is a roguelike. Roguelike. Which, for people who aren't familiar with uh, roguelikes, they're... Um, it's, it's a class of games that uh, goes back a ways, but it's kind of uh, uh, marked by uh, dungeon crawling uh, and almost always uh, procedurally you know, generated dungeons. Um, and uh, the little twist that Enter the Gungeon has on it is that it is a bullet hell mm -hmm. uh, along with that. So on the PlayStation 4, which is how I played it, it is your traditional twin stick shooter where you've got the movement from the left stick and you've got uh, your aiming from the right stick. But on PC, it is a WASD, uh, you know, keyboard and mouse um, aiming with the mouse, you know, moving with the keys. Ah, so you're aiming with the mouse and you're, you're using the keyboard for movement. Yeah, it feels oh, like yeah, a completely yeah. different game yeah, to me. Man, that's very interesting. Twin stick seems to fit it really well, in my opinion. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot lost there. You've got a lot of experience with twin stick shooters, right? I do, yeah. Um, there's quite a few. There's a there's a developer called Housemark that develops a lot of them for PS4, Dead Nation, Alien Nation, Next Machina, uh, even Resogun is more or less a twin stick shooter. Lots of twin stick shooters. Um, I think they're great. I mean, I think they're awesome. I think the idea of being able to, to use one stick for movement, the other one for shooting, and then of course it goes back a ways. You've got games like uh, Smash TV that we play at the arcade. Mm -hmm. We play Robotron. Those are those are. I mean, those are great. I mean, man, even Robotron's almost kind of like a bullet hell too. So yeah. I've got a little bit of experience, although I never actually played this one, so I, I have to kind of ask, where did this game come from? Because I know I'm kind of the doorway to a lot of games that you try, but I did not recommend this one. This was something you kind of found on your own. Yeah, actually, so weird, uh, weirdly enough, I was just watching YouTube one day, and uh, there was a video game donkey review, and I, I figure pretty much anybody who's listening to this is probably familiar with video game donkey. Uh, but he does uh, a lot of funny videos uh, about video games, but he also does a lot of like serious kind of reviews, which I, I really appreciate his, his like approach on games because he is 
much more of a a guy who enjoys the game but is willing to like you know admit its flaws yeah so he did a review on into the gungeon and the big takeaways were he said it was you know uh very funny he said it was very charming he was saying you know is incredibly frustrating uh and you know when you beat it you actually feel like you've accomplished something because right. of how hard it is right. and when i heard those things i was pretty much sold yeah yeah, yeah we, in the games that i've seen you play uh, over the course of our friendship they tend to be the ones that require a lot of work but have a very satisfying end game so the idea that you played this game was not a shock to me um it's weird that you say work like have you ever have you ever played a real-time strategy game uh, I have. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, that feels like work to me. <laughs> okay, so I see what you're going for. Yeah, that's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, the you enjoy the challenge. You yeah. know, we we I've seen you play games where you know whether they're whether they're hard or or whether they're just frustrating. You enjoy you you enjoy the challenge of of, of completing them 100. percent I mean, you know, we we both play game like Gran Turismo, for example which will come up in a future episode, I believe, for one of us. Oh, hells yeah. Not me. Uh, where, you know, there's, 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 there's license tests where there's a, there's, a, there's a bronze and there's a silver and there's a gold medal, and you only need bronze to pass the test. Right. And I get the bronze and I move on. You say, no, I'm going to go for the gold. You know, if that finish line is just a little bit further on, you decide that you're going to go ahead and put in the additional effort to get it. So uh, there's a lot about this game that I see uh, uh, that would appeal to you because it, it seems like a perfectionist game. Very much so. Like you, you need to know exactly what you're doing and 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 what challenges are in front of you. And it's a very difficult game, from what I've seen. Um, I, I I've never played something um, that looks quite as hard. So the fact that there's a challenge in it, I think, to me, speaks that that your volumes to you. I mean, it, I I really think the game was designed for hardcore gamers. Because yeah. when you look at just like when you look at the stats, and we can pull up the game on. Uh, psnprofiles.com which is a really great resource uh, if you're going after trophies Um, there are 20 uh, roughly 27,000 owners of the game and 4% uh, 1100 of those uh, players have achieved the platinum right which I mean I gotta say that feels high yeah I I think it's high too and I, I do think it's because the audience for this game tends to be more hardcore. I see a lot of trophy lists <laughs> when I play games, and I can kind of tell what kind of a game it is based on the trophy list. You got a game like uh, like Spider-Man, for instance. Everybody bought that game. Everybody bought that game and has that game, and the platinum is, is pretty high because it's a very simple platinum. When you get a game like this, when you know the platinum is difficult, it wouldn't shock me to see this as like a 0.1%, but it's so high because you know, one in 50 or one in 25, whatever, whatever the, the, the stat is, that many people actually decided that they were going to get the platinum. And I think it's because the majority of people that bought this game are like you. I think they wanted to, they wanted yeah. to buy it to beat it, not just buy it as a casual thing to put it, play, play and put down after a weekend, you know? Yeah, no, like I was talking about it on, on the last episode. It really did feel like a book, you know, and I'm not trying to make some kind of equivalency between, you know, the literature and, and video games. What I'm saying is the, the same way that I would look forward to, to curling up with a good book, you know, I would look forward to coming home and getting to play this. And it's, it's amazing because the game is designed to be frustrating. It is designed to kill you 
in a lot of different ways. I would say of the hundred or, or so different enemies that are in the game, I have been killed uniquely by each one of them. Um, I guarantee it. Uh, and because of that, I wasn't so frustrated um, when I would be going after the platinum. You know, like, uh, I think you, I think you know this, that I have a, a temper, and I definitely have a video gaming uh, temper. <laughs> in fact, the, uh, if, I had to, if I had to come up with a mantra for, for playing games, it, it would be, well, I've already come up with it. It's, uh, fuck you, game, all right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, th yeah. I've been saying that since I was about, uh, what, 18 years old. Yep. Just like, I, and, it, and it's a complete, in a nutshell, me and my video gaming experience. Fuck you, game, all right? I'm still gonna play, like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. But fuck you. Right. Why are you making this so hard right. for me? Where, right. Why are you hiding the fun behind this right. uh, behind this tedious challenge? Right. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I would, I will get angry at games, but I don't, and I didn't really get angry at this one. And my girlfriend was like, I don't understand. Like, you get you get mad at, at everything. Why aren't you getting mad when you die to this like boss or whatever? And I told her. It's because this is how the game was supposed to go. Right. I mean, that's a roguelike, right? I mean, the game is is you dying. And um, what is a roguelike, just for the folks at home that... What know? I understand, it's a game that it's... Um, they tend to be procedurally generated, although I don't know if that's always the case, but they tend to... Uh, I think they have a, a heavy dungeon component. Yeah, a heavy dungeon component, and rather than there be an expectation that you can beat the game from start to finish within a playthrough, you, you play, you die, but in the moment, you are upgrading your your character and or equipment so that you can come back stronger the next time and then each time the idea is that you're going to get progressively and progressively more yeah. stronger and, f and further into the game to a point where you finally have everything you need either the level of your character or the weapons that you need to defeat the final boss so it's kind of like a chipping away type game it's like a video game version of uh, groundhog day or like uh, edge of tomorrow that's or, right yeah eventually you're going to be good enough to make it through to the next day I am, I am fucking doomsday, all right? right? Every single time I die, I'm not going to die that way again. I'm going to find new and interesting ways to die. And then eventually I will be unstoppable. That's right. And in fact, that is what, you know, that's what is on display when you look at the, the, the trophy list. Yeah, so I was browsing through the trophy list here. Let's start off with uh, the platinum is, is pretty rare, but like we talked about, maybe not as rare as it could be. But let's start with, with kind of where it first all began. The mm -hmm. uh, One of the fine things I find interesting is that the the most common trophy is just completing the tutorial, which sounds like a given. Um, which, and I mean, that's going to be the first trophy in a lot of video games, right? right? Absolutely. But yeah. the thing that confuses me is it's actually 87%, uh, which you got on September 23rd, 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that means from there to the Platinum, um, September to, to, to June of 2019. So it took you a good, what is that, eight or nine months. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I, I, get, I guess that's just people who bought the game and then never played it? Yeah, that means 13% of the people that bought it just sits on their system, right? I mean, I'm not sure what, what, what causes that. but Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, and then from there, there's a huge drop. Wait, wait, uh, hang on a second. So that means, I mean, that means that like 13% of the people just bought the game to have it? Yeah, that, that essentially means that they have th there are 13% of the people out there that have this game that have not popped this trophy yet. So you're a pretty avid gamer. Like, do you ever just buy games just to bank them, just to like have them? I'll buy games on sale, and then I'll keep them, and then I'll decide to play them later. 
So it's not an unheard of thing. Well, then uh, I guess maybe 13% uh, of the uh, people got some good news coming. That's right. Or, or they're too scared to try it. Listen, all right, listen, you little bitches. <laughs> this may be one of the most satisfying game experiences you'll ever have. Get off your ass and complete the tutorial. Well, and not only that, you people... Actually, wait, it's probably tutorials too hard. That's true. It could be. Yeah. So you'll have to teach me about that later because I haven't tried it. But I, I imagine the tutorial is probably pretty playable. Now, here's the other thing that confuses me. From there, we drop another 47% down to the most, to the most common trophy, uh, which uh, it's called the Great Hall, and you can mm -hmm. probably speak to that one. But what about this game makes 47% of the people who buy it not even get to this point? Uh, or, or, or what makes that so hard? So what you'll see here is... Um, and also, it took you five months to get that trophy. So from the tutorial to this point. So maybe that's the answer, is that it... Well, I would say, so there's a couple things going on there. So uh, that particular trophy is... Um, it happened so late in my playthrough because I was mostly just trying to kind of master the game, kind of get a handle on the game first. If you'll notice, that uh, trophy is the first in the actual kind of like task-based trophies. Because, you know, um, and we'll talk about this in a future episode, what makes a good trophy list. But there's some in here that are just beat the boss of the first chamber, beat the boss of the second, beat the boss of the third, da-da-da-da. Um, whereas uh, this one here, uh, Great Hall, that's actually unlocking a certain secret level. So I would say that is as rare as it is because um, only a certain number of people even attempt mm. to go after the secret stuff. Okay. Um, what's, what's crazy to me, though, is how far uh, you are down the rarity. Look, 25%, only 25% of the people who have installed this game have cleared the first chamber 50 times or more. Only a quarter of the people. Which basically means that only a quarter of the game uh, population have actually tried hard enough to, uh, to do that. So 50, 50 times the first chamber, I mean, can you give me a rough estimate of how many times you've cleared the first chamber? Or better yet, how many times you've, how many times did you, does it, does it count how many times you've died? And how yeah. many times you've played the game? So that's what's so funny about this game is like, it knows that you are going to throw wave after wave after wave sure. of of guys at it. So it actually has a little death counter up there. Um, and I want to say it last count mine is somewhere like 736 or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So 50 times is nothing. No. 50 times is 50 peanuts. Times. Okay. And in fact, like, because it is a roguelike, the only way that you're ever going to get to the second chamber is to beat the first chamber. Right. So really what you're saying there is out of uh, the 27,000 people who have installed the game, only 25% of that have ever gotten to the second chamber right. on a consistent basis. Right. And uh, I would say, I mean, out of those 700 deaths, I got to imagine that out of those 730 deaths, 700 of them had to have gotten past the first boss. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say I've beaten the first boss maybe, you know, 500 plus times. Okay. So let's go through kind of some of the milestones here. Hell yeah. Um, you know, one of the ones that seemed kind of big was killing the drag the drag gun. Oh yeah, that's another thing. There will be a gun pun, yeah. a, a pun gun, a gun pun. 
in every single one of these yeah, I gotta uh, make trophies, sure. items, guns, everything. I gotta make sure I read these right. Uh, Slayer, though. I mean, so that was about that was about three months after you got the game, defeating the boss of the fifth chamber. So is the fifth chamber the last chamber? So initially, it is. You think that it is, uh, and when I was first watching that video game donkey review, he was saying like it felt so great to finally beat the game. I'm assuming that's what he meant, because yeah. you know it is a big it is a big deal to be able to do that. And in fact. I popped that on uh, December seventeenth, but at that stage in the in the game, at that stage in my journey, I don't know if I could have done that again. The only reason that I was able to beat the dragon that time was because I had unlocked a, uh, I had gotten a, a rainbow chest. So, again, another motif of roguelikes is going to be chests that give you loot. And in this game, instead of loot, it's items or guns that are yeah. going to help you throughout the game. And in fact. It's a pretty integral part of the game to be able to, uh, to, to open up chests because you're going to need those guns on and on into the game. Well, there's a hierarchy of chests, as you, as you might expect, um, starting with common is brown, then blue, then green, then red, then black, then finally rainbow. Um, and the rainbow chests are unique because while the rest of the chests give one item, the rainbow chests actually give eight total items, two of which will be S, two of which will be A rank, two of which will be B rank, two of which will be C rank. And you get to take all eight of them. So I got that somewhere around like the second floor or whatever. So I had eight times the guns and two of them were really, really good, including one that is the black hole gun, um, which by the way, the flavor text on the black hole gun is won't you come? Uh, which is a reference <laughs> to Soundgarden. Soundgarden, yeah. <laughs> and it literally it fires a black hole that sucks all the bullets up and all the enemies up on the screen. Yeah. So it's pretty much a one-shot room clearer. Oh, okay. okay. So once I had gotten that, I was able to to beat the the boss. But Rainbow Chest, because the game is procedurally generated, only spawn maybe like a half of a percent of uh, times that chests are revealed. Um, so when I did that, I was thinking in the back of my mind, I didn't beat this guy because I knew what I was doing. I beat this guy because I effectively lucked my way into a rainbow chest. I paid to win without paying to win. Oh, wow, okay. So Here, let me ask I was still very afraid of my chances getting any further than this. So at this point, you beat the quote-unquote game, I'm going to say. You know, this is essentially beating it through to the end, mm -hmm. uh, at least in... The normal sense. At this point, had you decided you were going to go to the platinum, or, or yeah, okay, you'd already decided that, huh? It was a weird feeling because it was like I knew I was going to go for the platinum, and I knew I was going to get the platinum. I didn't really have any idea how I was going to get there because I wasn't really all that good at the game at this point. Yeah, and I didn't know a ton, and I was watching videos and trying to understand like how to get better at the game, but I wasn't. I, w I hadn't embraced the community yet, and I hadn't really done any outside research, so I didn't have a whole lot of knowledge of what I needed to do to get better at the game. So it was a very weird feeling of just like, I think this could be like a year or two of yeah. me trying this. 
you know, I did not think I was going to unlock it as, as quickly as I it's did. A pretty, you got the platinum pretty quick. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether the math is like eight or ten, eight months, right, or something like that. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty quick for a two percenter. I mean, I know we say that we think it's high, and I think we mean that more relatively speaking to other hardcore games, but it is a still a very low platinum, mm -hmm. a very difficult platinum. So, um, so you get that one, and then, you know, another milestone here that I'm noticing is this gunsmith one. Uh, construct uh, the the bullet that, that that can kill the path. Right. So um, I didn't understand this until I started going further into the uh, um, wiki and everything on the game. Which, by the way, the Enter the Gungeon Wikipedia is just tremendous. It's great, and the uh, the Reddit subreddit is also really fun. All those guys that post on there, young or old, really seem to just enjoy relish playing the game. And I, you know can't help but agree with them. Um, but the beating the, the fifth boss is not beating the game. What you actually need to do in order to beat the game, quote unquote beat the game, is beat the sixth boss, uh, which is the Lich. And you can't get to the Lich until you do a number of other things, which include uh, killing the past of the four main characters. And <laughs> so the whole idea, the whole lore behind the, the Gungeon is that your four main characters did something terrible in their past and they're now stuck in this limbo, which is the Gungeon, this kind of like purgatory, if you will. Uh, and if you uh, construct the bullet that can kill the past, uh, oh, let me back up. When you beat the game in the first place, when you beat the dragon, you go into another uh, room where there's a chest, where there's a gun, which if you actually look at the icon for the platinum, that's the gun that can kill the past. <laughs> it's a gun with the barrel turned backward to shoot you in the head. That's great. Uh, yeah, so, basically the barrel is going to shoot you once you fire. So the bullet that can kill the past is assembled by getting five different items that you can pretty much only get one on, uh, takes a, at least one run to get uh, each item, if not more. Uh, and um, once you have all those items, you have to take each one individually on the run up to the fifth floor and give them to this uh, uh, gun maker, and then she'll construct the bullet for you, and then you have to beat the game again with each of those characters having gotten that bullet so that you can load it into the gun to kill the past, which will shoot you back into your past to undo whatever you know bad thing happened uh, that got you sent to the gungeon in the first place. Okay. So uh, killing any of those uh, uh, pasts, you have to first get these five different items. Um, and like I said, each of them requires their own little um, task list. Uh, one is like you have to... Uh, one of the items is you have to pay for it on the second level with a certain amount of coins, which is pretty straightforward. But another one is there's like a secret room you have to access. And yet another one is it's in the skull of the dragon. So you have to get to the uh, final boss. You have to beat the final boss and then remember, because <laughs> you will forget uh, and have to do it over again, which I have no experience with that. Uh, <laughs> You have to remember to, you know, uh, grab the item and take it back to the woman uh, at the forge, even though you'd already visited her prior to, and give that to her. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. So, okay. yeah, it's a. Uh, I would say that there are a couple of different stages. There's beating the fifth boss, which kind of unlocks a couple of other things and kind of tells you that there's other stuff that you need to do. 
There's getting the bullet that can kill the pass, because now you can go and beat the pass of the main characters. Once you've done that, then you've unlocked a what's called the Paradox playthrough, where you can now play as a Time Paradox, uh, where once you've beaten that, it respawns you as the Gunslinger, uh, which... Uh, actually, I'm sorry, let me back up. So there are three main phases. There's beating the, the fifth boss, the dragon, um, which you think is the end, but it's not. Then you construct the bullet that can kill the pass, that you can kill the four main characters' pass. Then once you've done that, you now uh, get uh, closer. There's a couple of other things that you need to unlock, but you get closer to being able to get pulled down into bullet hell. And it's literally the sixth stage is bullet hell. Uh, and once you beat that, you, uh, you face the Lich, who is uh, on the cover of the game. He's actually kind of the... The he is the manifestation of the Gungeon, if you will. He mm. built it all. And so that is when you have truly, truly beaten the game. When you've beaten the Lich with the Gunslinger, who is actually the Lich in the past. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you something. So a lot of these trophies seem to be based off, like, just playing the game. But, I mean, we always talk about, you know, what makes a good trophy list. Are, are a lot of these just kind of story, quote-unquote, story-based? Or are a lot of these kind of require, you know, extracurricular activities to where you, you're, not, you're doing things that aren't really meant to be done? No, it, it is much, much more of the, of the latter. Um, okay. The game does have a lot of, you know, you do get a certain amount of trophies for just getting past the first chamber, the second chamber, the third right. chamber, and, and so on. But you don't actually, uh, that's not the majority of what the trophies are. The majority of the trophies are these task-based ones where you have to, you know, say, complete uh, a, a series of challenges. You have to unlock, a, you know, a couple of characters, like... It is, I would say this is the best example of a good trophy list, okay. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has a lot more uh, replay value. In fact, I would say you get f anywhere between four and five times the amount of entertainment if you go for the platinum versus if you just try and beat the game. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think that does make a good list, you know, getting more out of the game. And then not only that, but also making you feel like once you get the platinum, you've more or less kind of mastered it, you know, I think there's too many games out there with either too easy Platinums or mm -hmm. too hard, and you want to kind of feel satisfied while at the same time getting something that not a lot of people have, so, you know, I, I mean, we, we look at, you know, jumping ahead to kind of the most rare trophies, the, obviously there's the Platinum, but what I find interesting is that the last trophy to click for you was not actually the rarest one, the, the, the rarest one is uh, weird tale, and you can speak to these, but that's not the one you got last. The one you got last was uh, the trick shot. Yeah, so most which is tw three times higher than the platinum rarity. So yeah, so there's this uh, non-playable character named Winchester, and Winchester has a shooting gallery game uh, with four targets, and you have to bounce your shots and everything, and you can't um, uh, you can't always get to that. Uh, mini game on every run because as we were saying the game is procedurally generated so there's only going to be a certain number of runs oh so he's random yeah he, oh. he appears randomly and he not only does he appear randomly he appears randomly on uh, uh, 
on at random times on the actual run. So he's not always going to be on the second floor or wow. the third or the different fourth. places and also may not show up. So if you may have you may be on a run where he's going to show up, but you died on the second floor and never got to see him. And you'll never know if he actually was there. And then uh, for a lot of the time where you're playing, especially in the early game, uh, you have to pay to play that mini game. So a lot of times you just opt not to. Can't even do it. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, you don't want to spend the money. Don't want to spend the money because you're trying to make sure that you can get uh, keys, which if you haven't played the game uh, prior to listening to this, go ahead and play the Winchester mini games because you're always guaranteed to get at least a chest out of it. Oh, okay. So uh, it's basically the same cost as an item. Uh, and because I would never play it, I had no real experience of how to beat it, and I never even lucked into so acing it's almost, it. It's almost like other people seem to maybe be drawn to that more than you were. Right. Did you I find it frustrating to have to go back and do this? Because what did you do? Did you just keep trying until he showed up? Yeah, I mean, I, so for starters, there was a certain amount of skill that was going to be involved in getting those trick shots. And, be, you know, as we've clearly established, I don't do well with just talent. I have to brute force and repeatedly do something, and then I will get it. Well, in a procedurally generated game, that's not going to happen. So right. I decided that my uh, way of getting around that would be to just use an item that gives me flight. Because if I have an item that gives me flight, I can just fly up to the targets and oh. shoot them and hit them exactly. Oh, okay. So okay. from there, it added an extra layer of crappiness because while, yes, I can get flight and beat the game, or beat the mini game. Now it's the probability of him showing up, me making it to him, and having a run that gives me a, an item with flight, which almost never happens. So uh, what I ended up doing is uh, I, I had gotten into the end game of the of Enter the Gungeon so that I was able to play Rainbow Mode, which basically randomly generates those eight items for you at the beginning of every floor which meant that oh. I was getting a number yeah, of chances yeah. to just get that item. And uh, so, yeah, the last... So I got that... Uh, here, sort by... Uh, let's see uh, what the trophy that I earned uh, before that was. It was a good month before that, and it was the most rarest one, which is Weird Tail. Exactly. So the Complete Frifles Challenges was most people's unlock trophy right. and it would have been for mine except i had been putting off trick shot that okay. entire time and so that whole month was just spent by me starting games starting games starting games trying to get that item to spawn i don't often find that the last trophy for me to click is not the most rarest one like for me it, it's 99 percent of the time it's always that one that everybody else doesn't want to get either you know we talked about crash last week and it was the time trials that's everybody's last trophy so right. it's interesting that you almost kind of played the game a little Atypical. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, and uh, that that weird tale, the Frifles challenges. Each of those is a trophy level like achievement. There's about 15 things that you challenges that you have to do for him, and depending on what stage that you're at in that challenge, um, you can actually satisfy one of the later challenges. But since you're not on that yet, you have to start over. Okay. So like, the last challenge that you have to do is beat the final boss five times. Well. A lot of people have probably beaten the final boss five times by that point. Okay. It doesn't pop because you have to do it 
five new times. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's usually why it's most people's last one. Also, I wanted to mention, I was looking at these trophy lists, and one of the ones that shot out to me was Exorcist. Not because of what the trophy is, but mostly what the, because of what the icon is. I, I've said it before, I'm, I'm a huge sucker for pixel art, and I know this game is, you know, filled with that, but it seems like the, uh, the trophy icons are pretty darn clever. Did they, I mean, they nailed the pixel art in this game. I don't know who did the design, but God, they did a, such a great job. I mean, look, look at the Gungeon Master one. So the trophy is called Gungeon Master, mm -hmm. but, and the icon is the lich behind mm -hmm. a D&D divider. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's what the D&D is. I got you. Yeah. I haven't put enough D&D to know that, but you picked it up. There you go. I got it. Gungeon Master. I mean, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't even. It's yeah, just and I so love good. The, I love the Exorcist poster, essentially, with the, the, the uh, priest with the, with the, the briefcase and then the <laughs> lamp post. Yeah. And they've got the they've got the little negative sp uh, space of the uh, of the light like shining on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just delicious. Yeah, and I think it's also worth mentioning that I was uh, uh, playing uh, playing Payday maybe a month or so ago, and I hadn't realized that there was actually no. I had realized that you told me there was a crossover, but I hadn't realized there was anything in Payday. But I I was doing the jewelry store jewelry store heist you know like i always do yeah and i noticed that the well, i tell me who it is it's, it's the bullet it's the bullet with the with the, with the eyes on it mm -hmm. uh, it was a statue of him in, yeah. in there that you could steal i know and so apparently like this by the way this is just one of the things that i love about the day and age that we live in yeah. the 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 gamer community and just the developer community yeah. uh so overkill games which produces uh payday right. which i i don't uh, are you a fan of <laughs> yeah you're saying are you that with i you? appreciate the way you're saying that. uh yeah. Yeah. that'll be the next episode so, yeah. <laughs> uh overkill games and uh and dodge roll worked uh did just a little kind of cross-promotional collab uh, because there are three payday items in End of the Gungeon. Yeah. So, um, when you get to the second floor, so there's shops in every floor of End of the Gungeon where you can buy items and stuff. Uh, well, on the second floor shop, there's an item called the Clown Mask, and it is quite literally the Clown <laughs> yeah. Mask from Payday, and it looks just like it, and <laughs> yeah. you can't mistake it. And it's 9,999 coins, which is not uh, a level of cash. Oh, you can't you afford it. Get you can't get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you get? Do? You got to steal it. You got to steal okay. it. So uh, there are game, there are items in the game that actually give you stealth. And when you have stealth turned on uh, and you walk into the shop, the shopkeeper can't see you, so you can actually steal stuff. Oh. In a lot of cases, that's not something that you want to do because you'll like close up the shop. Mm, yeah. Uh, but if you steal the payday item, the clown mask. Uh, now you have a clown mask on and you get a companion that comes up next to you that's also like Dallas or Wolf or... Oh, do they, and they actually help you? They actually shoot oh, so you can, enemies you and can, stuff. Oh, so you can form the Payday Gang. Yes. So what you do is on the next floor, there's the loot bag uh, or the ammo bag. Yeah. And yeah. You, uh, you have to steal that as well. <laughs> so you steal the uh, clown mask first, then the ammo bag. When you get the ammo bag, another one of your gang shows up. So now there's three of you. <laughs> you get to the next floor, the drill is that. Oh, yeah, the piece of shit drill. The piece of shit <laughs> is drill. Is really a piece of shit? Because that would be great. So you steal that. Now you've got your third member. Okay. So yeah. now you've got your posse. You've got yeah, your, yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. your payday yeah. squad. Yeah. And you and what the drill does is it allows you to unlock chests. So you attach the drill <laughs> to the chest, and it unlocks it. Oh, except, 
it doesn't actually unlock it for you. What happens is it spawns a new floor where you're surrounded by a wave of enemies that the weapon is now, uh, the chest is now open so you can grab that weapon. Uh -huh. And you and your posse now have to take on three waves of uh, enemies, yeah. just like you would in Pink. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just a wave. It's a wave game anyway. It's just cops that come after you. So how often does that happen? Like, what, what, like is it just a random thing that the mask just shows up? Yeah, it's pretty random that the mask shows up. So awesome. what will usually happen is once you've unlocked something uh, in the game, which is it's actually really crazy. So when you first start off the game, only a certain number of the guns and items uh, are available for you. To, uh, to ever buy or have spawned. Uh, but certain milestones that you hit in the game unlock those to be available for purchase. And then some just oh, unlock them and they just you know show up from then. Okay. Uh, but once the clown mask actually showed up, and it, I'm pretty sure it showed up after the DLC update. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, uh, it kind of announced itself and then it started becoming, uh, it became buyable in the shop. That's great. And then, yeah, I, I was always just like, that's way more cash than I could ever have. <laughs> Bet there's something behind that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, and would you like to know how I was able to steal? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I don't know if you're familiar with this game called Metal Gear. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's a whole franchise, actually. You should play Is it. Is it? It's pretty good, yeah. The, it started out on the uh, MSX uh, console. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of that before. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's a bunch. And there's like a, there's like a bootleg one that's not really made by really? Uh, the original creator. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I've been learning all about this on, on YouTube. That's great. Anyway, there's a lot of different references to Metal Gear Solid in this game, including you have a cardboard box item, which allows you to sneak into the room and steal stuff from the shop. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You have a Predator plasma cannon, which grants you on reload, you become camouflaged like the Predator. <laughs> oh, that's great. And you have a smoke bomb uh, that allows you to put down a layer of smoke around you and just like... Uh, walk in and steal. Walk in and steal <laughs> stuff. So there's multiple items that allow you to steal things, yeah. which is pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, like it is... It is remarkable the amount of references that are in this game. Yeah. If you if you play video games, if you like video games, yeah. if you play video games to the extent that we play video yeah. games, there is so much in there for you. And that, to answer a question that I don't know if you've asked yet, because this may or may not be the second time that we're recording this, um, the thing that keeps you coming back yeah. is I want to see that new gun because it's going to be funny. And it's going to make me Yeah, laugh. it's the charm of, of, yeah. of, of, of what they put into the game. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I can appreciate that. You know, a game can be great, can have masterful gameplay, you know, just be just, you know, top to bottom, 10 out of 10, but, you know, without kind of like a charm or a hook or something to make you laugh or make you, you know, you know just something that can be emotional, you know, it's just, it's not worth much to me. So I can appreciate that, you know, the, the references is kind of what kept you coming back. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, just, there were so many in there that I didn't, I wasn't entirely sure if, it, if I was... Got them right. Yeah, if I was right. catching the reference they were talking about, <laughs> yeah. so I would go on the Wikipedia just to Just, just to, to verify. Like, yeah. there's one, uh, so there's a big, so shotguns are really big in the game, mm -hmm. but there's a gun in there called the Big Shotgun. Mm -hmm. And it's literally four times the size of any other gun in the game. And it's pixel art, so that means that this gun is, like, four times the size of your sprite. Yeah. Uh, and in the flavor text is, it's 
It's like a shotgun. Only big. <laughs> With lots of stuff in it? Is yeah. this a Seinfeld joke? It's a, God, I it's hope a it is. It's a Seinfeld joke, okay, yeah. <laughs> or, or, I'm not entirely sure, because when I first uh, uh, saw the flavor text, I was thinking, like, wait, it's like a shotgun. Only big. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. In, <laughs> you could go both ways. <laughs> so, yeah, man. That's great. And there's just so many little things. So, like, when you are shooting with that big shotgun, uh, there are other... So, the enemies, everything around you in the game has some kind of gun or ammunition motif to it. So, mm-hmm. like we were saying, the bullet uh, kin. Yeah. Um, your enemies are bullets, shotgun shells, dynamite, blah, yeah. blah, blah. With that big shotgun, if you hit the reload button and you're near one of those shotgun shells... You suck it up into your gun, and it kills him automatically and reloads your gun. <laughs> that's great. Okay, that's awesome. So, like, anytime you get a particular gun, once you know what it does, it just adds yeah. an extra layer of, like, well, now I've got that gun. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to go around and try and find yeah. shotgun shells to suck up. Like, yeah. it just adds so much depth to every single playthrough, and that is why you keep playing. Yeah. It's because... Yes, no run is the same, so you can't really always strategize like you want to, but no run is the same, so you're never bored. Yeah. And do you think it eased any frustration you might have with the game? I mean, not to say you had any to begin with, um, but I would assume you would because it's a very difficult game, but I mean, you think that's that kind of balances it? Yeah, I mean, I, like I was saying, I am definitely the kind of guy to get pissy with a game. Like, my mantra is very much, fuck you game, all right? Yeah. Like, I'll put up with you, yeah. all right? But fuck you. Yeah. Seriously, why are you doing this? Right. Um, and with with End of the Gungeon, I was like, no. I'm pretty sure they intended for me to get this frustrated like, right. every single time. So I, I honestly, like, I kind of took it with a grain of salt. Right. And, you know, maybe I'm just becoming a more re- well-rounded human being, but um, I'm going to say it's probably more just what they intended. So another question I have is, you know, Platinums can kind of be uh they can be two different things they can be they can be they can ruin a game for you not ruin a game but they can basically complete the game where you put it down you say i'm never touching that again or they can kind of encourage you to to continue playing do you feel like you're going to continue playing this game yeah i do that's good that's a good thing i i I kind of fell in love with this game i mean i there are times now where even though i've beaten it there's there's still like a I haven't 100%ed the trophies because there's a couple of DLC ones oh, that yeah. I can still go and get. Yeah, there you go. And I'm really just like, one of these days I'm just going to take a Saturday and get those. Right. And you know? it can be a disappointing thing, too, once you 100% those because then it's like, well, well, now what do I do? You know? So just word of warning. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least with this game, like, the 100% or the, the trophy path is just playing the game. Um, I can't tell you how annoyed I was once I looked at Street Fighter V's trophy list because I, when I bought Street Fighter V, I was fully ready to just absorb that game, to just digest it. Yeah. And then I look at the trophy list and I find out that 40% of the trophies are just online, online. activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, guess what, man? Yeah. I'm not that good at this game. You know, like, we, yeah. I'm not going to get 500 should, victories. I'm not right. going to get to Grandmaster level. Like, no. it's just not going to happen. And this game's not online, right? End of the Gungeon's not. But no, in, no in my mind, it. online trophies should consist of maybe two or three, and it should encourage you to play online, to try it, mm-hmm. right? In my mind, a perfect trophy list for Street Fighter V would be play 10 online matches. Not win, just play them. You know, play 10, play 20. That's it. That's all you got to do. You're already winning based off the competitive aspect of playing 
against people online. Yeah. Like, why tie yeah. the platinum to that? Right. Like, platinums are a, are a solo pursuit. Agreed. I can't. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, were there any other trophies you wanted to discuss? Fuck you, Capcom. <laughs> discuss here? Oh, yeah, man. There's some great ones in here. Like, just a um, day ruiner. Kill a boss by covering it with glitter. So there is a particular gun in this game that shoots glitter. And if you kill... Like, that one, honestly, if I, if it didn't just pop because I happened to have the gun that did that, like, I never would have known to do it, and I never would have known how. Like, yeah. That was sheer luck, but it was just so fun. Like, when that trophy popped, I looked at the uh, description, and I thought to myself, I'm really glad I just got that, because yeah. I have no idea how to get it. <laughs> that's a 30% trophy. It's not too, not too rare. Yeah, I think it's one that's actually tied to... Uh, an action that'll happen throughout the throughout the game. Okay. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a couple of these that are a lot of fun. Like if you go down, there's a, a Avenge Manual, um, who is the tutorial uh, guy. I think it's a little, it's actually up there. Um, yeah, Sworn Gun. You go down. Yeah. So that's basically you play through the. Uh, in order to get that, you have to play through the tutorial a second time. When you do so, Manuel, the guy who does the tutorial, um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he has new dialogue where he's like, wait, you, I just did this for you. You want me to do the whole thing? Oh, I see. Again? Yeah. All right, weirdo. And then, <laughs> and then uh, you can unlock some new stuff there. It's just, it's just great. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's so much care and so much thought put into this game that I it feels like it was made by a team of like 30 people just because so many different references so many different ideas so many different you know uh, play mechanics I mean I don't know if it's become apparent to you but I just think this game I don't know how many awards it won but it should have won more oh yeah no it, it, it's become quite apparent um, it's a hard trophy it's a hard platinum it's a it's a difficult game um, and the fact that you got it just kind of, you know, speaks volumes to, to, to how much you love it. You know, it's a not, super it's simple not control a, setup for sure. Like it's not, it's not technically, uh, difficult to, to understand. Well, that's a good point. And you saw yourself short by saying that, you know, you, you don't think you're very good at like the, the, the skill based, um, parts because this game is not complicated. It's not, it's mm -hmm. just very difficult. So I think the fact that you got the platinum is, um, it's quite a feat. But yeah, man. Um, so I gotta ask you though, do you, from having looked at this platinum, from having you know heard the path that you have to get, you know, uh, go along to get to it, uh, is this the kind of game that you feel you would platinum yourself? Yeah, I do think I would need to be in the right mindset. It seems like a, a, a time sucker. Uh, it it seems like something I would need to devote more time than I than I have like immediately, so it, it's definitely a game I'm gonna put on my list. Um, it's not something that I wanna just try to try and then drop. You know, it yeah. seems very much like once I'm in, I'm in, so. But yeah, definitely. Just as an aside, I, I feel you so much on that, uh, on the free time thing, you know. I, uh, I am a, a recently uh, not single uh, man. You know, I, I spent the better part of my uh, teens and 20s, you know, 
dating but never really having long-term you know girlfriends which meant i never really had the experience of choosing or having or being forced to choose between my you know fun pursuits of going after a platinum in, yep. a, in a meaningless game yep. or hanging out with the uh, you know with the woman i love right and uh and now we've got you know basically i keep filling up my life with other things that aren't uh playstation trophies and it's not that i'm no longer it's not that I no longer care to get platinum trophies. It's just that I'm running out of time. Can't. You just can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of these, you know, can be 50, 100 hour investments. And know, I say that total. just to say I'm not maturing as a person. I'm just running out of free time. You just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad it hasn't, uh, I'm glad it hasn't ruined the game for you because I've got plenty of examples that have done that for me. Oh, no. Um, are there any on the on the trophy list uh, that we've seen so far, on the platinum list? Uh, for me? Yeah. Yeah. What's one of those? Just so I can know when we get to that episode. Uh, heavy rain. Uh, yeah, you were talking about that uh, yeah. last week. So, with heavy rain, um, what was the what was the? I mean, we'll talk about it more uh, when we get into it. But what yeah. was the like um, unlock like path? It was, what were you trying to do? The only thing you're trying to do is 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 find certain paths because the whole game is about butterfly effect right you one pet one decision changes the, the path you take and you basically have to force yourself to choose different things kind of takes the fun out of it um so what i ended up doing was learning way more about the game than i ever wanted to you mm -hmm. know and i lost the experience i had with the first time i played it which was just that was my story i left it i was glad of what happened characters died characters lived whatever and then and then i i kind of destroyed that experience by by picking it apart uh, I, I just didn't think it was a it wasn't particularly a great list so the fact that you're able to come back to this game and you know continue trying after getting the platinum and maybe even trying for some of these dlc list trophies is is i think it's a it's a pretty good thing well you know what i would love to do right now um i'd love to play a little bit of co-op with you um but what i'm going to do is i'm going to step back and i'm just going to be the support role i'm going to let you main this let's do it all right I think uh, I think I've taught you well. I think you understand enough about the game now. I think uh, I think you're ready. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a run. All right. Let me go check the thing. Make sure. Make sure you recorded. Oh God! <laughs> Forgot to hit the button. What did you think? You think we did okay? Yeah, I think we did great. Yeah, I think there are actually some things we did improve on. Yeah. All right. Oh, is this me? Or do you mm -hmm. want to do this one? I think this no, you can pick it. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Are we on... We're on your screen? Is that what it is? That's what it is. Okay. What's going on? Uh, oh. Can you play? Or you just want me to play? Yeah, I just wanted you to play, but I thought... Hang on. Uh, let me hit the PS button We here. also got to record, too. Yeah. Ah. All right, here, let me see this. That's yours. Yeah.
Okay, now we got. And then you wanted to be, you wanted to be um, convict. No, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. Well, no, I just I wanted you to be the main character. I was just. Oh, I see. Making sure you wanted to be her. Yeah, I'll be the convict. Cool. Blonde-haired girl. Interesting choice. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to start recording? Do you want to record this? Oh yeah, let's do it. Just little things like it's not loading, it's reloading. Reloading. I didn't actually notice that. I tell you, these uh, hard seltzers, that is, a, that is some disruptive technology. So it's booze. It uh, tastes completely like water uh, with a little fruit kick to it. And uh, it gets you drunk. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> For anybody who just wants to get a little buzz on without actually having to taste any of the accoutrement of drinking, God, hard seltzer is fun. There's nothing in there. It did nothing about it tastes like alcohol. It literally has to have, contains alcohol in a can in order for us to know. I know. I'm honestly like, I'm so glad. I, I wonder if this technology has existed for a while. If they, if they just never thought that people would be okay with, people aren't just going to drink flavored water with booze in it because i would beg to differ <laughs> i think that's probably the main thing we've been looking for like the main drawback to booze is that it just doesn't taste all that good it's a taste we try to cover it up with you know put some sugar in there yeah. ferment Fruit. some grapes or some shit like that no 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 just make it water <laughs> with a little booze in it <laughs> Okay, so um, I don't know if I've remapped your uh, buttons. Yeah, you have. Okay, so just be careful when you're backing out of menus because circle button is now the use button. So hit resume instead of hit circle to back out of the menu. Otherwise, you will find yourself uh, uh, using your item when you don't want to. Okay. Uh, now, um, throw your Molotov at him pretty much immediately. How do I use the Molotov circle? Yeah. And then aim it at him. Yep. There you go. Fuck you. Did it work? Uh, yeah. Do I have another one? Uh, no. It'll recharge. It's uh, got a cooldown period. Oh, okay. What item did the Marine have? He has an ammo drop. Oh, okay. So that's one of the other reasons why he's so great in the beginnings, because no matter what, you're always starting with one extra health and one uh, ammo reload. Remember your, yeah. All right, you got another Molotov. Molotov. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Molotov. 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 Alright, don't yeah, that let that fire dissipate. There you go. Alright, so I think that's the T shirt cannon? No. Yeah, it's T shirt cannon. <laughs> you wanna grab that?
right, back to the same problem. <laughs> hey, can you uh, give me another one of them uh, seltzers? I can't seem to uh, stand up under my own power anymore. I'm going to try one of these Skullberry IPAs now. It's kind of like a strawberry milkshake combined with beer. <laughs> you went for all the stuff that goes down real easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beer. Mm, strawberry milkshake. <laughs> Sounds more like me. Strawberry milkshake flavored beer. Now we're talking. Have you seen they now have, uh, you can... Uh, make alcoholic vapor that you and and you can vape your alcohol now. Um, no. Oh. no. I was gonna ask why, but I guess that means you don't have to drink it. Well, it's a it's a much easier way to diagnose alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, why bother with you know years of psychiatric treatment or whatever it's if you're the kind of person that wants to vape alcohol then you're a I fucking guess. drunk <laughs> put it right into my veins <laughs> what gun is this oh you're also uh you're getting hit because you keep walking on those spikes oh man yeah what a gun is this it's the helix gun it's not very good um i'll go back to the t-shirt game the one thing that's nice about it is that it can shoot around corners So he can only be hit while he's open like that, firing at you. Yeah. Oh, and another funny thing is uh, her uh, passive buff is an item called Infuriating Picture, which is a direct reference to Memento. <laughs> Damn, dude, one more hit and I'm dead. It's all right, I can revive you. That tough game. Ooh. Well, I'm now ghost convict. I walked into the. Here, let's let's get across this first, and then I'll revive you. <laughs> here, come over here. Why can't I revive? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Different use button. <laughs> All right. So remember, the tables are uh, pretty effective. So if you watch, it'll take out basically everything that was in that area. If you shoot it? Bullets. No, when you knock the table, when you flip the table? Yeah. Yeah. It'll block everything. It, yeah, it actually acts like a little miniature blank. Yeah, okay. All right, so check this out. Don't open that. Okay, yeah, it's legit. <laughs> I want you to I want oh. you to see a No, that's good. You should you should have that. I want you to see a uh, a mimic chest, but it hasn't shown up yet. That was you. So you have the flame hand. So the flame hand is a Dungeons and Dragons reference where every time 
Um, here, don't uh, grab one of your other guns that's lower. Do you have another gun that's lower? In ammo, I mean? What happened to your t-shirt? I don't know. When I died, I lost everything a bit. Oh, yeah, I guess I probably should have grabbed that. Oh, well. Um, well, here, just uh, pick it up so that the rat doesn't get it. Switch to uh, one of your other guns that has finite ammo. There oh, I go. see. So the rat doesn't get it? Yeah. So if you leave items uh, and walk away from the room, the rat steals them and leaves you a note and, and makes fun of you. You can have that. <laughs> yeah. Little shit bird. I like I've got a little dart gun. So every time that, uh, oh, those are spikes, so be careful. Every time you shoot, it's doing a dice roll, uh, a 20-sided dice roll, to determine what amount of damage the attack does. Oh. oh so that's why some of them are huge and some of them are tiny. Your, oh here don't don't get it just so I can show you what happens all right so let's go back into the room so if you look there's a little rat there hey you little asshole <laughs> thanks for the ammo chopper so if you get back in time he'll actually run away and if you don't get back in time he'll stick around and just take it that's hilarious Alright, so she does a Medusa attack uh, where she sends a ripple out, and if it hits you, then you can't actually fire your gun. So what you want to do is either dodge roll it or look away. So aim away from her. Okay. So you got hit by it. Okay. So just aim in the opposite direction when that happens, okay. and you'll be fine. And that poison is uh, exposure, so you don't want to be exposed to it for very long. Gotta use our blanks. Oh, that was the wrong time to use it. That was the right time to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so long, Medusa. Yeah. And we got the gungeon pepper. Heat is on. So, because you had that, now you've got uh synergy so now that uh, it's an even more powerful flame and I think it poisons oh, I like that yeah mm. I think you'll like it mm. it's not it's like not overpoweringly strawberry yeah. it's really it's more good. I'm usually not a huge fan of IPAs, but that was alright. It's very malty. 
Oki Afterbirth. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, we can't be affected by the... Oh, you have flame resistance now, too, don't you? Hell yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, walk into those flames. Yeah. How did that happen? Because of the flame hand? Yeah. Should I pick this up? Yep. Or is that damn rat going to get it? Fuck you, rat. All right. All right. And then the other thing is the uh, flame uh, deals uh, like one damage per second, so it's always a good idea to get people lit on fire. You like lighting people on fire? Everybody loves lighting people on fire. Oh, uh, one other thing. Are you going to grab that? Just waiting for Waiting for the go-ahead. You know, I've never seen a game use the touchpad in two ways, like Metal Gear Solid Five does. Where one of them is your iDroid thing, and then the other one is your pause menu. Depending on the side of the touchpad you touch. Yeah. No uh, other game I've ever seen use does that. It's mappable in Gran Turismo. I don't know if it actually does any. Has two different buttons. Three. Really? It'll, yeah, it has the center too. But uh, from the default, it doesn't do anything. I don't think. But you can map it to do other stuff. Wow. So there's actually three buttons in there. Yeah. But you're right. Um, and that's the thing is like it's such a nice button to have. It's right there next to you. I know. Your thumb. It is. I mean, the touch pad of part of it is kind of like stupid. Yeah, I've never really and not used necessary, it but the fact that it's just one giant button actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I gonna do? I was gonna do. I don't know, I forgot. You can just run across. I actually think if we if we play smart about this, we could get all the way to the final boss. Oops. My bad. <laughs> I'll be back with Hoxton. He's giving us one last chance. Nah, we need the keys. <laughs> you grab the key and then shoot. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I killed you. <laughs> what a way to go out. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll come back at the end of the level once you... Uh... Oh, come on. I'm going for the table.
seems clear before I answer it. Was that you? You got a weird kind of notification style I've never seen before. Well, that was just the vibrate. You mean the noise? No, the actual the message that it said. Like the way that, yeah. Like this is different than like iPhone? Mm-hmm. Like the way it comes through? Well, when it was through? on the lock screen, it was just like text. It wasn't like in a box. Oh, I wonder if I can recreate that. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, let me try. Was that through Hangouts or what? That was a text message. Okay. Hey Siri, message Brian Cell. Hey. Your message to. Okay, it's sent. Oh, yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like the. That's not even the lock screen. That's just like the idle screen, essentially. And then when you click it, it brings up the full screen. Yeah. I got you. We're gonna beat this level. We're gonna resurrect you. We're gonna beat this level. <laughs> Queen bitch. Queen bitch. Uh, grab this. Grab this. I'm about to do ghost. Queen bitch. <laughs> no, this room is useless. Just beginning to believe. Nice. Uh oh, blob. Haha, haha, blob. Nice try, sucker fool. There's a key. We need to get you a chest. I teleport? Uh, bring up the map. Nah, you're fine. What if this fire damage just like fire at him? Maybe you can hide and let the damage just increase. Exactly. The, the, the um, area effects, oh man, they worked so well in this game. I really, I should have brought my PlayStation because um, I was going to show you all of the the cool stuff that I can do now that I'm in the end game. But uh, uh, yeah, I didn't realize the game save thing wouldn't work. I figured. Well, I just haven't had Plus in such a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is nice having the online game saves. I actually thought that that was something that it should be. You know, it shouldn't yeah. cost sixty dollars to keep your game save secure. But okay, don't. Okay, so this is new. Really? I've actually not encountered this before. Um, so first thing we're gonna do is just shoot at it. Okay, all right, now try opening it. Oh, nice. It oh, regenerated so me. Thing. Yeah, that's why I'd never seen it before, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Uh, he uh, he closed up shop for good, so <laughs> really shouldn't have shot at him when he told us not to. <laughs> that was funny because you're trying to outrun the bullet. <laughs> 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 
going to be here again. Well, this is without a doubt the shittiest uh, third floor boss, so good luck. The easiest thing to do is to stay behind these pillars back here, especially during those attacks. Damn, he got me? How did he get me? Yeah, you're Fuck about you. to die too. Fuck you. Oh wait, no I don't. How do I no I don't. Thought I did. I got a key. That's a key. Not a Molotov. You have a Molotov though. I do? How do I use it? Uh should be circle button. God, this gun does no damage against this guy. Yeah, it's not a very good boss killer because he doesn't, uh, bosses don't get area of effect damage. Oh shit, what are those? Mines. No, no. No, no. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. You fart real nasty. Where'd your gun go? I'm dead. There we go. Oh, you're trying to pick up my gun? Yeah. Just help me out with them blanks, buddy. You got it, man. I'm good at shooting blanks. Except for that one. Why do you need Marshall MD? Is it because you're a doctor? It's time to go. <laughs> Such an asshole way to leave. Yeah, we left. Yeah, never to, literally never to see those people again. Yeah, we knew that too. That's kind of why it was funny because we were like, I'm never going to see these people again. Yeah, it really was. I was just like, why the fuck are we at a brew house, a BJ's brew house? I don't think I remember why I don't hang out with you people anymore. <laughs> I like how the game keeps all the empty shells in the ground. That was, uh, yeah, that was dumb. Uh, took those hits pretty quick. Well, hey, good job, Dan. Hey! Still a fun little run there. I think we did better than last time. Yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, that was the third floor boss. I don't think we had gotten that far. Shit. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a fun game. All right, so that, my friend, is Enter the Gungeon. Um, and I think that is going to do it for us on Trophy Lives today. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, and I cannot wait for us to take on our next Platinum Adventure, which I believe is going to be... Payday. That is right. The seminal heist game from Overkill, and with a stunning soundtrack by Mr. Simon Vicklin, mm -hmm. with special appearances by Pat Briscoe. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best games that you can buy on PlayStation 4, and Brian has a Platinum in it. We're going to talk about it next time. I only agree with all the things you just said. <laughs> well, until then, we should really come up with a slogan.